Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. The president's executive order is titled Protecting the Nation from Foreign Terrorist Entry into the United States. But as we've been discussing on the show today, its provisions have wide-ranging effects on refugees and potential immigrants from a number of countries, seven of them to be exact. And there's been confusion, and actually refugees from more than that. Now, there's been confusion over whom its restrictions actually apply to. For instance, the government first said that it applied to green card holders. Then the Secretary of Homeland Security put out a statement saying that it does not apply to holders of green cards. So what are immigration lawyers going to be telling their clients about how to deal with this executive order? Here to talk to us are two experts in immigration law, David Leopold, the founder of Leopold & Associates and the former president of the American Immigration Lawyers Association, and Harlan York, founder of Harlan York & Associates. David, one of the cases that uh, one of the lawsuits that came up this weekend uh, that that ended up in a ruling against portions of the executive order involved two people, two professors with uh, who are lawful permanent residents of the country who were coming back. Um, what are you 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 are going to? I imagine now and other immigration lawyers will be getting questions from people who are here legally, whether on visas or on or with green card status, about whether or not they can leave the country, wh how this affects them. How are you going to be advising them? Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, I took a look at uh, the the statement that was issued by um, by uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security yesterday, and it's parsed in very careful legalese, and it does not exempt lawful permanent residents from the executive order. What it says is that they will be questioned to see whether they'll be their detriments. And under immigration law, when a lawful permanent resident travels on a short trip or business trip or you know, family trip, and comes back, they're not subject to, to um, uh, what we call admission into the United States. So there's usually no reason to, to get into deep questioning. Remember, these are people who are vetted. They've been vetted. Most of them have lived here for many years. The biometrics have been taken. These are people that we know uh, are, not, are not security risks. Otherwise, they wouldn't be permanent residents. So, look, based on what the what's going on over the weekend and and what i saw issued from the department of homeland security at this point i am not advi i'm advising my permanent resident clients um, who are citizens of the seven named countries iran iraq syria sudan yemen libya not to travel uh, until further notice, because I want to see some clarity here. Harlan, I imagine you got a lot of calls today. What was the major question that was being asked by your clients? 
Thanks for having me on, and I first want to wholeheartedly agree with David. I am also recommending that the people who are calling us clients, potential clients from the seven named countries, do not travel despite perhaps holding a green card for many years because we're dealing with a fluid issue. Beyond that, the advice we're giving people is an extension of this concept. We're in a very historical moment. On the weekend, we had not one, not two, but four federal injunctions issued that temporarily stay expedited deportation orders at the airports. And while some of what this new administration is trying to implement in this executive order is founded under an act signed by then-President Clinton, 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, in fact, it's really um, a very sort of, for lack of a better metaphor, kind of like expedited removal on steroids. We've always had, or at least for more than 20 years, we've had expedited removal in the law, but what they're seeking to perhaps do is really expand, if you will, the authority of the court officers at Customs and Border Protection to perhaps expedite removal. So the best advice we can give certainly is telling anyone from these seven nations, don't travel at this point. Well, that's that's good advice, I guess, for people who are in the country right now. But, you know, the, the Boston case involved some professors who are out of the country. And I imagine there are other people who are either lawful permanent residents with green cards or who have um, an otherwise valid visa to be in the United States who may have gone to out of the country for whatever reason, and we're trying to come back now, and their families could come to you and say, what do we do about this? How, how will you be dealing with that situation? Um, people who are... Yeah. I'm sorry, David, you want to take that? What, I wasn't clear who was being asked. Dave, David, go ahead. Um, how, well, look, I'm advising people, number one, that uh, the president of the United States, when he was running for office, promised that he was going <clears> to <throat> ban Muslims from this country. This is the beginning of his Muslim ban. We've had, we have seven countries that have been listed, and uh, the court order, the valiant attempt by these, the valiant successful attempt by these lawyers from the ACLU and from the National Immigration Law Center over the weekend in New York and in Boston and elsewhere in the country, um, is the start. And what, what, those are, what those orders, what the New York order manages to do is make sure that those folks, legal immigrants, people on lawful visas who were traveling to the United States Friday night. And when they, when they got on the airplane, you know, they expected to get off, go home, uh, go back to their jobs, go back to their families with no problem. But Donald Trump signed the order while they were on the airplane. When they got off the airplane, they were detained, and many were deported. Um, so what I'm advising my clients with families is that, first of all, the executive order does not apply to, I'm sorry, the, the court order, the injunction out of New York applies only to the people who came in. Uh, there's no clarity in terms of what will happen to the people who are overseas. Uh, and again, we go back to what the Department of Homeland Security has said, uh, that, you know, trying to make the claim that it doesn't apply to lawful permanent residents. If you read that order, um, uh, I would not be confident in advising a lawful permanent resident who's overseas that if they got on the plane, uh, they're going to get into the country. That remains to be seen. And what I'm advising families to do, frankly, is take action. Uh, call their members of Congress. Uh, call, um, make their voices heard. Use, use various social media. Uh, you know, we've seen a groundswell 
of support all over the country at the airports. We've seen some, you know, we've seen people from all walks of life. We've seen rabbis stand up for the, for, for the, against the Muslim ban. We've seen, you know, people from, from all walks of life, from all ethnicities, from all religions stand in defiance of this illegal executive order banning Muslims. Harlan, the Washington Attorney General has just filed a lawsuit against Trump on this, and we expect others. But how long could it take for the legal process to work itself out? And are you willing to keep your clients in place until it does? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I applaud the ACLU Immigrants' Rights Project, which argued the New York case Saturday. It's the same entity which wrote a brief that I personally drove from Manhattan to Philadelphia 20 years ago for a midnight deadline in federal court when Bill Clinton and then-Attorney General Janet Reno were charged with violating immigrants' rights. To a large extent, what we're seeing here is, in some ways, just a continuation of a series of chapters in recent American history, which every single presidential administration has had challenges. And it's going to continue. My educated guess after more than 20 years practicing immigration law is that, you know, we're in for a long haul. And um, I've been saying this as, as I'm certain David, I won't put words in his mouth, but he's a former ALA president. He knows the wars. He knows the battles we've fought in the aftermath of various legislations and or executive orders or court decisions that have to be challenged. And the short answer is, this is still the greatest country in the world because it allows us these freedoms. And right now, in the aftermath of this executive order, which was hastily done, to quote the senator from New York, um, there's a lot of confusion at the ports. Some people are talking about the fact that members of the uh, Customs and Border Protection Agency are refusing to comply. I'm not certain they're really sure what they're supposed to do, because there's so many different things happening right now as we're speaking. Courts are making orders. The presidential administration is saying things. DHS security, uh, rather, the secretary for the Homeland Security Department is saying things. The chief of staff appeared to meet the press and said Sunday morning that they won't go after green card holders at the airports. But no Nobody knows for sure, and anything could change on a moment's notice. And I think our thanks to Harlan York, founder of Harlan York and Associates, and David Leopold of David Leopold and Associates for talking to us about the president's executive order on immigration and refugees. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.